Hello there and welcome back to the Manifest podcast. I actually wasn't going to record an episode this month or another episode this month because I'm supposedly supposed to be on vacation, but I felt that spark of inspiration and I really wanted to share this with you. This is the afterword from my latest book called Be the Love. And Be the Love came out on May the 10th and people everywhere are reading it and loving it. But there's a very sad statistic that I want to share with you, and that is this, that I think it's like less than 10% of people actually complete a nonfiction book. They get all excited about buying into the big idea of the book. And for me with Be The Love, it's seven ways to unlock your heart and manifest happiness. And after the 111 self-care ideas to Be The Love, there's an afterword. And I actually was reluctant to place it in there because one, I knew that the likelihood of people reading it is, you know, (laughs) it's a really small chance. And then secondly, it's a little bit woo woo and out there. So I wanted to share this with you because if it resonates within your heart, it might inspire you to pick up a copy of Be The Love. Or if you enjoy listening to the podcast, you might also enjoy the audiobook version, which I know so many people, especially in Australia, are really enjoying the audible version. So before I dive in today, I just want to also share with you that I've been going through what can only be described as burnout or pairing it with simultaneously waking up, questioning the offerings that I want to be sharing with my audience going into the rest of 2022 and beyond because we're halfway through the year. Speaking of which, if you haven't yet registered for the 21-day manifesting challenge, that kicks off on June the 1st. So if you want details on that, please go to sarahprout.com slash challenge. This challenge has been taken by thousands upon thousands of people that absolutely love it. And you get an inspirational video from me every single day sharing a specific manifestation technique that helps you to feel inspired about what you are in the process of creating in your life. Uh, I am currently going through many of the methods and techniques that I share with you guys during the challenge because, oh my God, I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. On Thursday, I'm flying to Paris, boarding a boat in Nice, France, and then we are going to Monte Carlo and Italy. I will be away for two weeks on a luxury vacation with my husband. We're actually going on our honeymoon finally. And this is long overdue considering that we have been married for nearly nine years. And this is the longest time I have ever been away from my kids and, you know, able to just have fun with my friends. We're going on this incredible yacht experience through the Mediterranean. Everything's all inclusive. And I'm just so excited to be able to see what is birthed from that space of stillness from that space of relaxation. I haven't had time to relax and recalibrate probably in over a decade. Any trips that I've taken have always been for work, whether it's a speaking gig that I did in Bali or, you know, traveling around or moving a lot, (laughs) you know, we're always doing that. But Sean and I have never actually spent more than I think it's six or seven days completely alone without kids. I mean, we met because (laughs) we met when we did and I was a single mother with two kids and now we have four kids even though we're only we've only got three girls in the house and Thomas is in Vegas but it's still a lot and I think as parents as mothers as fathers as human beings 
we need to have that time, if you can, of course, to recalibrate. Um, and of course, not everybody can, you know, go on a luxury vacation. We've spent a lot of time planning and saving and um, working towards this. And I believe that I deserve it. And of course, I wouldn't be doing my audience any favors if I didn't embody that piece of walking that talk of feeling worthy enough to attract what my heart truly desires. And so that's why I gave myself permission to go on this trip when the opportunity presented itself. And then all of the green lights just kind of lit up from my mother-in-law so graciously offering to fly to Florida to help out with the kids to all of the things that needed to fall into place to make this happen. So I can't wait to share all of the incredible details of that trip with you when I get back. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Sarah Prout because I will be sharing occasional, occasional posts. I'm not going to be on social media that much at all. In fact, my goal is to be reading a fiction book and maybe, I don't know, drinking juice. <laughs> okay, so the afterword of Be the Love. As I mentioned Less than 10% of people finish books, which is a little bit depressing, especially since I'm an author, right? And, and for those of you out there that uh, do finish books, then I am applauding you. My, my hat is off to you. I deeply and sincerely congratulate you. But for most people, myself included, I get so excited about books, but rarely do I get to the end of them unless they're really good. So I wanted to make sure that the afterword that I put so much thought and intuitive energy into actually gets some space to be heard. So if you enjoyed this episode, or you will enjoy this episode, hopefully, <laughs> after the time I've finished reading this, um, please feel free to take a screenshot and share it with your friends, uh, because this is really the work that I get to do in the world. Okay, here we go. Afterward, nourishment, faith, wisdom, and compassion. The day after I completed the first draft for this book, I had left my office door open and a hummingbird flew in. I was trying to usher it out safely, but three times it perched on the edge of my computer, just staring at me. This was extremely surprising, considering I had already written about two hummingbird encounters in Chapter 2 of this book. Hummingbirds are known for being the fastest moving bird creatures on the planet, and yet this new little friend was on the top right-hand corner of my screen, just sitting there. I felt this was a beautiful sign of alignment for the beginning of the Be The Love book journey. In the days leading up to finishing a round of final edits for this book, I experienced a dream that I have been having repeatedly over the last 10 years. This might seem a little bit esoteric, but if you've followed me this far into the book, it should come as no surprise. In the dream, I am aware of being a different person from a different time. I am a writer from the 1800s, I'm American and find myself in London, England, on a visit to my literary associate. I know it's London because I can see the well-known landmarks off in the distance, cathedral spires and bridges. There is a small village on the outskirts of the city with a row of shop fronts and a cafe that is only accessible by a rickety old flight of stairs at the back of the store. Only local writers, musicians and artists know of its location. In the dream, I hitch up my long skirt so I don't trip, and am aware of being careful with each fragile step. Once I arrive down the stairs, there is a hidden cafe courtyard filled with familiar faces around me as I wait to meet with my associate for a cup of tea. 
I am working on a new book and trust that my literary friend will help me to find the right London publisher for my life's work. One of the familiar faces is of an older woman with white hair, sitting three tables down. Her memories have faded, and her beloved companion takes her to the cafe to get her out of the house once or twice a week. In my latest dream, I spotted this woman eating a fresh slice of bread, of baked bread, and enjoying every single bite, even though she couldn't tell you where she was or even who she was. Every time I see this woman in the dream, she is a little different and a little less connected to the world around her as she fades into the energy of love. I feel sad to see this, yet compassionate at the same time. Also in the courtyard is a private chapel and an, int- and an incredible giant oak tree with magnificent roots that extend and burrow under the foundation of the church and the nearby buildings. In the dream, I feel at home and at peace. I am aware of how blessed I am to be a writer and a spiritual teacher for so many, and I feel a deep sense of gratitude for my readers. Upon waking, I always ask myself, is this a past life dream, a deeply symbolic journey, a completely random subconscious adventure? When I woke up from this dream most recently, I felt an intuitive knowing of the potential meaning behind how it links into the completion of this book, and also for my deep appreciation for you, the reader. The awareness dawned on me in a new way. The cafe represents nourishment, spiritual nourishment, to be the love you wish to feel. The chapel represents faith, connection with the universe or a higher power and the source of love. The tree represents wisdom, trust that you are the oracle and your intuition always serves you in your times of need. The roots of wisdom are the foundation for the support you need throughout life. And the woman represents compassion. The connection to other humans is the life force that makes being alive so wonderful. We're all in this together, connected by the energy of love and oneness. And as for me, the main character of the dream, if it is me or an aspect of me, it reiterates that no matter who I am, who I have been, who I will one day become, my work is to always share the Be the Love philosophy every step of the way to feel, heal, and reveal a path forward. I hope this philosophy will now be with you on your journey as well, and I deeply honor you for being here with me throughout this experience. So that's it. That's the afterword. I know it's a bit woo-woo, but I, I really wanted to dive into that recurring dream that I've had over the years of how those symbols have reoccurred and reminded me of the many, many intricate layers that we experience throughout life. So I, I hope that you join me for the Be the Love experience to feel, heal, and reveal, and to really unlock those layers of emotional alchemy within your heart and your mind. As the subtitle suggests, this book will help you with seven ways to unlock your heart and manifest happiness, and so much more. It's actually a deeply personal piece very raw, very real, almost a little bit embarrassing and cringeworthy at some of the stuff that I've shared. And to be 100% transparent, which I am anyway, I shouldn't pre-frame it like that, (laughs) that suggests otherwise, uh, I have now traveled a path two years after the commencement of this project, right? And so I think the most recent iteration of this script was about a year ago now. And I change. We all change so quickly. And so I can't wait to write my next book and the one after that and to keep the teachings unfolding for you and to serve you at a space that will meet you where you are at. 
So if you're curious at all what all of the fuss has been about, about the Be The Love book, then you can get that anywhere you can buy books. Uh, I suggest you get the Audible version. That's a really great option as well. If you're busy, you can fold towels with me and listen to the book, or you can take me for a walk with you, or you can drive to work with me. You know, I'm the intention of the book was to feel like I'm somebody that you know in your day-to-day life so that you can listen to my voice and feel like you have a friend that understands the many different themes and topics and issues that unfold for us throughout life, right? You need somebody that understands that. And this is why I wanted to make this book as inclusive as possible, especially for women. And there's some men too that have really loved this book as well, to build that bridge of consciousness to remind you of the power that you have to create your own reality because it's all about that, right? Okay, well, thank you so much for being here with me today. I can't wait to reconnect with you again after my vacation that will no doubt be life-changing. I just wanted to drop in here and share that afterward for those of you that may not get to the end of my book (laughs) or like me, (laughs) most books. (laughs) But there are many, many books that I have got to the end of and the ones that do capture my attention like that are special are really special anyway (laughs) that's it from me for today thank you so much for being here lots of love and bye for now